Story Seven of Bobby Gray Squirrel's Adventures by George Ethelbert Walsh. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by phone. Bobby hears that the big tree is to be cut down. Bobby Gray Squirrel was almost as much pleased as the little girl that Goldy the Oriole had decided to join him and Rusty the Blackbird in building a summer home in the old tree. The little girl didn't really know what Goldie had whispered to her friend, but she seemed to have an uncanny sense of reading the minds of the forest creatures, and she felt happy. Bobby, knowing for certain, was elated, and frisked around much to the amusement of both of his friends. "'What you want to do, Goldie,' he said, "'is to choose a limb for your nest and show the little girl you've decided to build here.' i think she knows it already whispered goldy anyway if you think it's safe i'd like to hop on that window-sill and get a few of those nice seeds that rusty's left safe sniffed bobby you've never done anything safer in your life gaining courage from this remark goldy hopped nearer and nearer and finally jumped to the sill the little girl didn't dare to clap her hands lest she'd frighten her away but she did say in a very sweet old little voice they're for you beautiful oriole help yourself goldie did help herself first to one and then to another and finally to so many that rusty would have been surprised had he returned unexpectedly but there were plenty more seeds and long before rusty appeared the window-sill was spread afresh with more food after bobby had left to find her mate in the woods bobby was alone with the little girl for some time he found that she was very lonely and depressed when neither he nor rusty was with her even when julie or her mother was sitting with her at the window reading or talking or playing games with her she was restless and nervous looking out of the window frequently in search of bobby or rusty she's happier with one of us to talk to bobby reasoned and happiness makes health so i will stay with her as much as i can he spent the whole morning with her either frisking around among the branches of the trees or watching her nearby while he ate his nuts but toward noon she fell asleep and bobby thought he'd take a run in the woods for a change before he started however he was startled by hearing voices below the little girl's father and another man had come out of the house and were standing under the big tree looking up among its branches the tree is nearly killed by the worms and insects said clara's father i don't know whether it can be saved i'm not sure but i'll cut it down it seems a shame to destroy such a big tree the other man replied but as you say it's riddled with insects and worms spraying would do some good but i imagine bark beetles and worms have got underneath and they're hard to kill with poisons i had it sprayed last year added the first speaker and while it helped a little at first it was soon worse than ever if we only had a few birds living around here the trees wouldn't be killed off like this by insects yes that's our greatest need in this region more insect-eating birds but they're not here well i think i'll cut down the tree 
the worms and insects are so thick on it they get in the house and make a nuisance they walked away then leaving bobby dumb with surprise and alarm cut down the big tree after goldie and rusty had decided to build in it what would the little girl do would she permit it or would they cut it down some day when she was asleep bobby was so excited that he nearly awakened the girl by his chattering then suddenly he stopped in his tracks and looked up at the tree a great idea had come to him if he could rid the tree of the worms and insects the men would not cut it down that was a thought that brought a quick change in his actions i'll do it at once he said aloud i'll see downy the woodpecker flicker the high hole redbreast the nuthatch and black cat the chickadee oh yes i'll see all of them bobby's plan was simple he intended to summon his forest friends to save the tree from destruction with dozens of them hunting for insects on the tree it would not take them long to rid it of all the worms grubs and larvae concealed under the bark or leaves why it would be a holiday for them he could recall the boast of downy the woodpecker that on days when he was very hungry he had eaten as many as a hundred worms and grubs surely downy would help him and flicker why he was the most voracious bird in the woods when big fat worms were around bobby skipped away into the woods as fast as his legs would carry him he didn't even stop to see if the little girl was awake his mission was too important for that on the way he met rusty returning to the house oh rusty he cried you must help me now they're going to cut down the big tree near the house if we don't stop them rusty was so surprised that he gasped and said i'd like to know how we can stop them easy enough summon all the friends you have in the woods who like worms grubs and insects you have some haven't you rusty laughed in bobby's face at this question after all squirrels didn't know much about what birds liked i have so many who love big fat worms and delicious grubs that i couldn't name them all he replied there are all my cousins and second cousins aunts and uncles and relatives-in-law and call all of them then interrupted bobby the more the better again rusty laughed if i called all of them he added there wouldn't be room on the tree for half of them they'd break down the branches with their weight well of course i didn't mean as many as that stammered bobby we don't want to break off the limbs we want to save the tree and not destroy it rusty considered a moment and asked a few more questions when he was through he said you've got a good idea bobby a splendid idea of course we can eat up all the worms and insects in the tree and if that's all the matter we'll save it i'll go and call my family i'll see goldie and get her to call all of her family and then i'll hunt up downy the woodpecker and see if he'll help downy's family could clean the grubs out from under the bark replied rusty nodding my family hasn't the strong bills necessary to peck through the bark yes downy will be needed bobby thanked him and hurried on a little further he ran across goldie and her mate when he told his tale to them 
they promised to go at once and summon all of their friends and relatives the next one bobby sought out was downy the woodpecker downy was working up and down a rotten branch of a tree and was very fretful for his day's supply of grubs had not been satisfactory he listened to bobby's story and replied instantly i'll go at once bobby for if there are fat grubs there i'll soon make short work of them i feel nearly starved bobby returned finally to the house satisfied that his mission had been successful halfway there he heard a great whirring of wings overhead and looking up he saw such a host of birds flying toward the clearing that his heart leaped for joy it looked as if all his forest friends were on their way to clear the tree of insects and worms and if he was to be there in time to see the fun he had to hurry in the next story the birds tried to save the tree end of story seven recording by phone